we acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Wundjeri and Boon people of the Kulin Nation on whose land we record today. We pay our respects to elders past and present. We recognise the ongoing intergenerational trauma caused by colonisation. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be. Aboriginal land. In the heat of Hi everyone, welcome to Loud, Angry and Not Sorry, where we talk about current events and politics from a feminist perspective. Woohoo! Woo! Although slightly ever so different this week, we are going to talk about a little bit of news and mostly about activism and what got us into activism because we're both really fucked this week. Yeah, we're really fucking busy. Very excited to come to you from our, our very own bubble this week. So we actually get to record in person, which is exciting. Oh my God. And of course, we drink already two glasses of wine <laughs> and I'm drank enough because... Man, like, I drink one bottle, I'm ready to talk. Yeah. So, what we will talk this week? I just wanted to do a quick shout-out to young Gladys Berejiklian. Berejiklian, yep. Hi, Gladys. Gladys. Gladys, the Premier of New South Wales, has come under justifiable fire for her her partner, ex-partner, how he was corrupt and dodgy as shit, and, like, he just... He kind of reminds me of someone constantly in debt. You know that ex-boyfriend that you had that's always just that bit of a loser? Yes. Always trying to borrow money? Yeah, yeah. Probably smokes a bit too much pot? Yeah, yeah. Bit of a gambling issue? (laughs) That's what he reminds me of. Like, he's my Nick. Bit of a loser. Yeah. And I'm not at all justifying what Gladys has done because I was never the Premier of New South Wales. Yes. Also that. It's a bit of a gross feeling because I feel like people have a tendency to go a bit harder for women. Oh, yeah, they do. They do, definitely. Yeah, it's almost like it's socially acceptable to hang shit on Gladys right now. So people are using up their, like, all their repressed hating of women. Yeah. And just, like, just going full throttle. Yeah, they always so can do you that calm shit? the fucking fuck down? Like, how many times have they called for her to step down? How, is it three now? Two, yeah, I don't, three, I don't, I don't know. Five? Like. It's because always you think, too, that maybe she can get something from that other person. But at the same time, it's like, if you're going to talk about corruption... It's There's I no s- corruption in politics. This is completely new. Especially in Australia. That oh, will no, never I mean, the happen. the Liberal Party, like, fucking... What's his fuck? I can't remember anyone's name right now. Um, that guy with the fucking hat and the farms. That's, like, all of them. McDonald have a farm? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. No, Angus, Angus Taylor. Corrupt okay. as shit. They're all corrupt as shit. Yeah. How much money does Scott Morrison make? I hear that it's $1,500 per day. I don't even know, like, why are you going I'm to sorry, justify? How much per day? $1,500 per oh. day. I, we, at least we, we were, like, because my boyfriend always tried to teach me stuff. Huh? I get like, oh, look, this babe. Look at how much money it was a fucking prime minister and look Trump. And they're really pretty much making the same money than Trump. And we're talking about United States. That shit is corrupted as fuck. So if you're making the same money that Trump, you should be worried, especially when you're taking money already from central people that I don't, in my case, that... He gets more money per day what people get per fortnight. It's insane. Yes, and it's crazy because that you can even give that money and help people because you don't need $1,500 per day. In what? Buy clothes? I don't think so, darling. You don't buy clothes. That's no, he not. certainly does not. Maybe another billabong based. No, no, it's not. Like, you know what I mean? Just making chicken. She's just buying for the chicken. 
<laughs> dude, but it's, it's insane because we are like, dude, that is so much money. And in my case, like, I'm in Centrelink for the moment, not for, for choice. It's because I work in hospitality, so uh, you know. You don't have to justify it. I know, I know. Welfare, it's no. true, it's true. But my point is, they always make you feel bad about it, I feel. Mm. And now they're taking the money and it's like, dude, I don't even know when we're going to start to work again. Like, I'm an immigrant. I tried to work in one of the studies as a fashion designer, but I couldn't. So I work in hospitality and now hospitality is all closed. And I don't have another choice. Like, what are I going to do? You know what I mean? I'm lucky that I'm getting it, actually, because other immigrants are getting nothing. Because, and then you see... Everyone, every politician that say we don't have enough money, but you're getting paid one thousand five hundred dollar per day. Per day? It's like I don't even And that's on top of his already accumulated wealth. And then that's on top of whatever he's got. And like Ireland. any politician though, who yeah. politician don't have a wealth already, like a lot of money. <clears throat> um Gladys's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know, her case remember me a little bit. What happened? You know that like Chile have one female president, uh, Bachelet. Yeah. And she well, No, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was president two times, right? Yeah. And she's actually worked now in like in the on and you or we call it in Spanish La ONU. I don't know who is in English, I always forget the one the blue one. The blue one that is all the countries together. Oh the UN. UN. We call what it We call it O and U. ONU. Or, I don't know how, but in Spanish, no, like well, because in Spanish, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, it would be a different acronym. Like, yeah, there you makes, go. That makes sense. So you hold that one for the. She's like the president of human rights there. What well, is funny because now we've been destroyed and she haven't said shit. Thank you very much, Bachelet. Oh no, it's almost as if the UN doesn't have any actual authority or do no, fuck all. They don't do fuck. Dude, that's so useless. Well, no, no, no. They have very good international days off. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. They've no. got a charter that you can read and cherry pick from and then ignore the rest. Dude. Where's yeah. my freedom of speech? Did you read the whole charter of the Convention of Human Rights? But guys, no. They can buy Emma Watson to make a speech about feminism. Hello. Like, okay. Anyway. <laughs> that was a good speech though, but yeah, another another rich person talk about feminism. Like. Are you talking about Julia Gillard? No, I'm talking about? about Emma Watson. Oh, Emma fucking Watson. Emma fucking Watson. I, I don't have problems with her, but it's like another famous person rich that studied in a really expensive university talking about feminism. It's like, thank you for being rich and white. But anyway, this president have a son that he was in politics too because in Chile, like, if you're in politics or your family's in politics and everyone have a job, everyone have money. Her son was using, like, power information so i don't know how to call it in english but what he was doing was buy lands that he knew that they're going to use it for make condominiums because everything around santiago the capital grows 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 mm. so he's using this information because the power that he have for invest money and make more money later yeah, you know yeah. what i mean trump's done the same thing Oh, oh, allegedly, because I think Trump listens allegedly. to this and he's going to um, get me. He grabbed you from the pussy. That's what he said. That dude fucking touched me. I swear to God, nothing would save him. Anyway, <laughs> so Trump allegedly does this thing with the stock market where he'll he knows that he's about to make an announcement. So prior to making the announcement... Now as a president? As the president. What? That's so sells, no. Sells his stocks up high, makes the announcement, the stocks crash, he's, he's made a fortune, and then he buys them when they're low and then makes another announcement. Or do you serious? I, I have been... This has been whispered to me. Allegedly. Allegedly. 
But also, uh, apparently Trump started off being worth so many hundreds of millions prior to becoming president, and now he's worth billions. That's insane. So, I mean, on top of that, there'll be the fact that he books all his presidency things through Trump Towers and all of his businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. be all of his different businesses, which is a massive, a massive um, conflict of interest. But, but no one kicked him but out of Trump yet because I he's, mean, a he's a dude. He's a rapist, he's a sexist, he's a misogynist. Racist. A racist. I don't think he's going to have particular ethics around, like... Nothing. You know... In general. Yeah, just, just nah. No, if he reckons he not. can get away with it, he will. I guess what, he can... No, no he, guess, he will. Guess what, guys? Because he's the president and people elected him to be the president. And he's a man and he's white and he's straight and that's it. He's white-ish. He's like a... Because he's orange. <laughs> <and> okay. <laughs> he's, he's orange. Like a, a terracotta. But just the face though, but not the ears. (laughs) Not to make it about how he looks, but he does look like a sack of shit. No, but he's he's terrible (laughs) inside, so make him horrible outside too. I don't think no one will disagree. Like, if he was a wholesome, lovely person, he'd be like a cute, wholesome person. That's why, the inside is shit. But he consistently talks about raping people. He's a terrible person. Yeah, definitely. So what happened with this... The president with his son, right? If he did this trash, sorry, no, it's okay, it's okay. We come back, we come back, we come back. So what he did was like everyone was blaming her, and he was like a forty years old dude. So it's oh. like an adult. You know what I mean? So men, this adult, you look, know what do you do? When are men ever actually adults? <laughs> That's a good point. I have hopes that mine, when he turned 30, he will turn to an adult. I have hopes. Like, hopes and dreams, hopes and dreams. (laughs) I hope that one day I will wake up and he will be, I take up the rubbish, I wash all the dishes, the house is perfect. No, but not even tell you, just has done it. It's done it. (laughs) Like, like this, like this is I have news to announce. This is like I've just done housework and it's I the know. bare minimum. Yeah, I know, I know. But that's a harsh way, though. I'm sure he's lovely. He's lovely, but he's don't clean shit. But anyway, <laughs> so now that it's Isabel and she's a woman, so yeah, I know. She's also eight. I don't know. She's also. <laughs> I wish she cleaned more, but she's also eight. Look, yeah, look, she reckons that she's too young to use a kettle. So I reckon, like, I don't care so much. If she doesn't clean, I can clean, I don't mind. But if she could make my coffee in the morning... That would be nice, though. That would... I would just... I wouldn't actually... Like, I'd be happily single if Isabel made my coffee for me in the morning. <laughs> That's so That's good. all I want from... Anyway, Danny. Yes. <laughs> What's the first moment that you can remember being a feminist? Or yeah. going, like... Or even not even at the time realising that this was a feminist thing that you were doing, but recognising that that was the starting point? Okay, so... I have a friend that she was studying sociology, right? Okay. And she was super smart and she was full feminist. And she always told me that I wasn't one. And I was like, why? I think we're like all the same. I was like, no, <laughs> I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I think we should get paid the same. Like, I completely for. Of course, I was supporting that I want to get paid the same that men. Yeah. But in the end, I wasn't because my life was around them to like be the woman that men's one I, I wear. You know what I mean? It's how they dress me anyway. They raised me to like clean and and when when someone needs something but it's the first one to go to get it like go to get the cookies go to get that you know shh you know like they teach me like that i i we didn't what i realized even when i thought i was super progressive i was a 
23, 22 years old woman that I didn't fucking know really what it was feminism. Mm. But then when I was start, I turned like 23, 24 and I started to have a more like an active sexual life. And when I started to have to I start have a sexual life when I didn't wasn't looking for that romantic love that everyone teach me, mm. I start realizing like how much I was oppressed by patriarchy like why i never love myself why i never have sex because i feel weird because i thought that my boots were not perfect like in the movies mm. and then i started to realize but man that's not my fault it's other things not me like you know like you know what i mean like the mm. fact that someone doesn't like me or the fact that i didn't feel comfortable with myself it was because you grow with this idea of a perfect woman with a perfect body with a and you will never be like the woman in the movie because they are the 0.001 person that they want you make you feel that you have to be so then when i start to have a active sexual life i was like oh well it's my turn to fucking fuck men so i don't call them the next day and i was doing that and then i you know and i start to feel like more empowerment about my own body you know what i mean yeah i was like if you're sleeping with me you have to deal with my roles with my holes, with my straight marks, that maybe now we know that that's all right, that's a normal woman body. Mm. But for me, that wasn't acceptable because when I was 11 years old, my mom started to take me to wax my body mm. because no one can have hair, you know, in my school, like you can't. So I didn't even want to do it, but they made me do it because it was disgusting have hair. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like, that's no bad. The hair is yeah. no bad, but they made me feel like that. I never have like, I never own my own body to even say no. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I had to have an active sexual life and fuck the man that I want because I want to, mm -hmm. for me it was start to be like, oh, like an open thing like oh that is patriarchy or that you know and i start to realize by myself and when i understand what was the patriarchy i start to be a feminist yeah then i was i didn't was an activist yet yeah but we can take that point later how yeah. you start to realize that you were a feminist how old you were i think like looking back like my first moment where i realized that like my first act as a feminist was when yeah. i was very young like maybe six or seven my dad asked me to get my older brother and i was like why and he said because i want him to help me cut this wood and i'm like well i can do that and he's like no you can't because you're a girl and i was just like get fucked mate well i didn't say that but i just said no i can do it <laughs> and i did and like all he wanted me to do was hold wood and i think that was a good moment for both me and my dad like for him to go like oh look women can hold wood too <laughs> like which is ridiculous obviously but no like, but don't, him, that's the little things yeah that was i think that was important and he was just like not only that i'd self-asserted but that i'd shown that i could do it but i think that the problem with that moment could have potentially been like if i didn't actually know where to put my hand but he was impressed because i knew where to put my hands so that had to be maybe my younger sister who's not, and she's very smart, but in a different way to why I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She might not have known the centre of balance was or whatever, like just things that came naturally to me. If that had happened in that way, then maybe he wouldn't have had the same respect. Mm. Then there was another time when I was a bit older when I was in China and I was speaking to a Chinese international student. Yeah. And she asked me if I was a feminist and I was just like, oh, I don't know if um, I would call myself a feminist because I think we should all be equal. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Cute, cute, cute. You, 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 men, we always start with that shit. I don't think we should be feminist. We should be like other names that we are the same because going back in high school. Yeah. Um, and this is when everyone, oh, look, it's, it's weird because everyone in high school used to call me gay and it turns out they weren't wrong. <laughs> But I'm just like so stubborn. I was just like, I'm not gay. I like boys. 
Turns out I like boys and girls. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> well, I just didn't realise that was an option at the time. No, um, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Not at all. No. So you, especially when you were a woman, because before... In the 90s, being yes. bisexual? Oh, what oh, the fuck is that? No, on 2000, you have like... The, the gay boys were more accepted than women, always, yeah. always. I feel like... At, oh, no, not in Australia. But at least, at least in Chile, like, the gay boys have, like, girlfriends, they have you know? They women friends, yeah, yes. but women were just... Lesbian, you can say it, like, yeah. you know what I mean? They were just like, oh, she's gross, I don't know, like... I, I don't know, in Australia... They say was, that, though, sorry, I didn't want... And this is, like, back in the 90s as well. Yeah, well, yeah like, older it time. A, it was in the olden days. Being a gay woman in the 90s was a completely different thing to what it is now especially in rural victoria yeah because the stigma that was attached to it when they were just like because one of my friends was just like if i turned around and found out that one of my friends was gay i couldn't speak to them ever again yeah oh my god no and i was just and i just looked at them and this was like i was young like i wasn't interested in boys or girls but i stay in your head i was a teenager yeah and all i said was like are you serious someone that you've known for years why would that be different and just like 10 heads just looked at me and from that moment on i was gay but like in the worst possible way like people made up stories about me trying to kiss their friends and running around houses naked and all this kind of i'm just like oh my god it was like it's a rural country school and i was uh, very loud, very outspoken, very opinionated. Yeah, me too. Smart. So, yeah, yeah, when smart, you, when you do not that. in a classical way. Like I'm not. I'm never. I was. I've never been smart in like an academic. I know what you mean. This yeah. is the book. This is what you read, and this is the story that you yeah, write. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just. I don't give a fuck. I've never given a fuck. All dead white guys have said. And I don't fucking care physics. So I was really similar. Like yeah. it was like I will never use physics in my. Fucking like oh, <laughs> that you don't know um, I this fucking I'm mathematics sure you will. shit. I, yeah, I'm sure. Look, you will. Even Isabel, like when I've been homeschooling, she's just been like, "How do I do this?" And I'm just like, "Oh, this is how you do this." And I explain it to her, and she knows it. She understands. She gets it. And she goes, "But why?" And I'm like, "I don't fucking know." Because fucking Pythagoras said so. Just yeah, don't worry about just it. Just mathematics. They want. This is what they want to know. This is what you tell them, and then you forget about it for the oh, rest can of your I, life. Can I tell you something? Please. My dad is. Yeah. Super, but my and my dad, he he was like national score in mathematics. Like he's like square. So when I asked him, Dad, how I can get the perimeter of the circle? He start okay, and he start to make me like a cross, and he start to tell me so. Yeah, and he's like, you have to start to think about the triangle. The triangle is the beginning of everything. Three triangles make a square. So inside of the square, you make. And I was like, well, it I depends just was, on the shape of the triangle, no, I, Dad. And, and it was like, <laughs> I just was asking, what was the fucking? I'm pretty sure that's what Isabel's like with me when she just goes, she goes to me. Oh, I just want what's the formula. A, what's, a, what's a transgender person? I'm like, well, and she's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Mom, um, what what does it mean when this happens? And I'm just like, well, so in 1803, <laughs> and she's like, okay, I didn't want to. I will okay. not ask you. She's anymore. like, don't worry, I'll Google it. Fuck off, and I'm off on my rant. I don't know. You was you know when you had that rebel personality? The same. I was really like rebel. Like yeah. I fight with my teacher. Like I don't believe that. <laughs> and my classmate, I always was like the nerd, but at the same time, I didn't want to be like the other popular because I thought like. Why I have to be like them for be cute? I don't want to. But my dad always tell me, 
that he the only thing that he wants in his life it was that we were independent and we mm. never yeah and he told me I, I never want that you need a man in your life now that i think about it and that i know more about feminism in some way it's wrong because he thinks that because i'm a woman i'm going to fail doing things yeah. and he had to let me know that because i will not do it he don't tell me but on the same time because he told me that so much yeah. For me, it was so important being independent, you know? Mm, yeah. So important, like, I don't need anyone, I don't need anyone, I don't, have, no, I don't need a man, I don't need a boyfriend, I don't need this. So in the same time, I was without a boyfriend until I was 26, because I was like, I just don't need a boyfriend. My sister, she's 29, she's a doctor, she's like, I just don't have time for a boyfriend. Like, yeah, look, you know? Annoying. They're very, very annoying. And like, I think you have a good boyfriend, it's okay, but it's not your priority, you know? It's not like, I just want a boyfriend. But before I start to understand that thing as a feminist, I always thought that what's wrong with me when I can't have a boyfriend I thought I have something wrong for don't have a boyfriend because you needed a proof from there you know yeah, what I mean yeah there is that yeah I think I've fallen into some traps with with relationships where you think that all right well I'm this age now I need yeah. to have a relationship I need to have a partner and I need to, all right it's time now and yeah it's like you will do yeah like you'll do. You you seem nice enough. Smell yeah, good. You shan't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You rub my back when I ask you to. This is this is all I need. Going back to what your dad said. My dad dad is probably one of the people who has probably criticised me the hardest, and yeah. the loudest, and the strongest. But because of that criticism, I've had to I've had to reevaluate my position, my politics. I've researched. I'm like you know you feel things and you think things. Yeah. But because of his criticism and his argument, I've had to go like I know I'm right. Yeah, I know. I know. What you're I doing. know I'm right. Yeah. I had to go and read and research and prove him wrong. And yeah. I always did. And because of that, I think he's grown as a person. Yeah. We've had all these conversations. They do. I've especially grown as a person. They do. And knowing that you can't just have an argument without evidence. Yeah. I mean, unless it's your own personal experience and then fuck evidence because a lot of stuff that's out there, especially uh, scientific journals, textbooks, most of it is written by cis white men. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we know that from like, No, we know. Yeah, we, we know well, that. That's the reason that in history you never know about women's in history. Well, no, because we didn't do anything. It's because yeah. they grow it and they don't like we are there. Yeah. You know? I think prior to having Isabel, my feminism was very white, liberal feminism. Yeah. But it was what, all yeah. on the center of what I want, what I need. I can't have this. I want this. Therefore, a law should change. We should protest so that I can have what I want. Yeah. I want, I want to be safe at work, so... I will protest to be safe at work, as opposed to looking at the numbers and the figures and recognising how much harder it is for women of colour and for First Nations people. It wasn't until I had Isabel that I even started considering gender yeah. and how, how we perceive gender. So, and I, I don't know if that was... I, I think a lot of that came from the way that she was so feminised and sexualised. Yeah. As an infant. I think that that would be so critical in my life. That's why I have so many troubles with teachers and everything. But in the same time, made me critic, made me see things in another perspective. You Do you know, know what, what I, mean? I did once when I was in high school? Why? <laughs> Why you did? I'm such a cunt. Um, so we're in a classroom. This is a history teacher who was is a like genuinely a terrible teacher. Genuinely. Yeah, some people is just terrible teacher, especially before. Now the new generation is different of teachers, Oof, but before they were sad. I just I I don't know how he tied his shoelaces in the morning. Like he was so no. Anyway, I used to like I would constantly correct his grammar. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bad. You're so rude, bitch. <laughs> I'm 
Asshole. Yeah, but it, yeah, that it's was my thing. But it's like a my, my brother and my sister were attractive, and I was smart, so that's what I did. And that they, was and, my identity. And they, and they were like, too, it's a teacher. They should be have grammar because they're yeah. teaching you though. The, the very basic. Yeah. Anyway, but it got to a point where I would just give him so much shit. I was so bored in school. I would give him shit to the point where even if it was the right grammar, I'd tell him it was wrong. Yeah. And he just believed me. He was such a fucking idiot. Anyway, there was this one day, super bored, super fucking bored, learning about Amberlynn or something fucking dumb. Anyway, so what I did was, because we were on the, the bottom floor, so while he was like, he was on his blackboard writing and writing in his fucking illegible bullshit handwriting. So I grabbed my textbooks and I threw them out the window and hid under the table. And then I said to my friend, I'm just like, tell the teacher that I jumped out the window. No, you didn't. So what I did was I chucked all my books out the window. It was only on the first floor, so I was like, okay, okay, okay. myself. And he fucking flipped. It was, oh my God, it was funny. And I'm hiding under the table. And he was in such a panic, I think he was going to cry. I'm going straight to hell. <laughs> like straight to hell <laughs> poor dude he was freaking out yeah, yeah. I get it to you and then, and then I got a detention and I was just like so worth oh it oh my god I was and like, my dad was just like I'm not even mad <laughs> like, I know I know like that happened to me in high school so I'm just like dad he doesn't even know the difference between there there and there like what like what yeah well look look at this yeah. Like when I was 12, right I'm the kind of person that is really smart because I'll always do the things like other ones, but with less effort. Yeah. Because some days just fuck. Yeah. So, when I'm doing it like that from a little. So yeah. we have a, a like a, like a, a I like um you know, like mathematical language or whatever, or mm -hmm. science. Yeah, but one was called technology. So, the, you know what is that one? The one that you have yeah. to create stuff and everything. And they told us, I okay. always have it in my head. Coding and... Technology is everything that is being touched and changed by the humans. You know, like even an apple, if you grow the apple and you prep, you make that apple look in some way or whatever, that is technology. Like GMO. Yeah, yeah, Every, yeah. Everything, everything, yeah. everything, everything that is made for that. If you make like a piece of paper, is technology because you transform something and use it for yourself. That was what they teach me when I was 12, right? Okay, all right. Anyway, so... um. This teacher was a guy that was always like, really nervous and really mad all the time. And I was lazy as <laughs> And this dude told us, you had to create a technological object, yeah? yeah. Using natural energy. Using natural energy. Okay? okay. So yeah. what I did, <laughs> my dad always say this story because he's so proud of me because I was so lazy but smart at the same time. <laughs> I took like um, this white thing that is made like, of petrol that's little balls but all together. And it's like, you can stick things there. Yeah. Plumavit, we call it in Spanish. I don't fucking know. It's a white thing. Take that white thing. I put a green paper. I put two sticks, uh, two sticks, and <laughs> not a leash, like um, I don't know, a cord. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I put Barbie clothes there, and I said it was like a solar dryer for clothes. And my teacher was so mad, so mad that like he put me like the worst car that he can put me. Like oh, you're terrible. God. And I was like, dude, this literally. It's using the sun to dry clothes. What is bad? You know, and all my other classmates come with other super cool stuff, like a boy water with the sun or whatever. And I was like, two sticks, a cord, and Barbie clothes. 
And I was like, this is a, it's a, it's a sand powering dryer, you know, like, and, and, my, and, my, and they were like, my dad was like, I'm mad, but I can't because I think it's so lazy, but so smart in the same time, but I can't <laughs> tell you in that time. I was like, you see, like, I was just like different I but that teacher harnessing the energy red. of the sun so and the teacher was like red so mother miss Vera, why? and i was like why and i just fight with him like i always have problems in high school no look the education i don't know what the education system is like in chile but here it is a fucking production line to get kids through you start school at this time you eat at this time you do more school at this time, you eat at this time, and it's a yeah. regimented, it's getting people ready it for is. the workforce. But I think that that's what... utilitarianism. I think that factories. Was, I think gross. it's more my our time, because for at least my little sister, she's now in last high school. Mm. When she talk about their teacher, they're cool as fuck, because they're like our generation. Mm. And the thing about my generation is in 2016, we have a revolution called the Penguin Revolution. The Penguin? Penguin, revolution. because the students, we were like white shirts and the tie that's black, like mm. a penguin. And we just start to uh, run from school and make like, choose like rights on the streets for a better education. Mm. Because in Chile we have private and free education. You only get a good education if you pay for it in Chile. Mm. They free one is terrible it's terrible mm. and that same people turn teachers yeah, and they are the one that teaches my sister now yeah that, no, because no, i'm 31 she's yeah. 18 you know yeah. what i mean no totally um we have a similar system at the moment that's private and public yeah uh i don't know if you could actually i don't think there is like a big difference bad it's it just depends on who the teachers are and stuff like that yeah um, but it's also, just like rich the, people but, like um, always be separated. Yeah, no, it's just like it. Yeah, yeah. The but the private schools that cost so much money to get into. It's so, so, it's so much exclusive. money, and they're Catholic. A lot of them are Catholic, huh? Coincidence? I don't think so. They're really, like religious. At least the one that I have seen in Brisbane. Oh, yeah, like, yes and no. Like, there's a lot of schools that are the private that are Catholic, but they're not necessarily actually in force religion. Yeah, but still, the you have a priest in the school. Yeah, gross. Anyway, so you've got people touching your children. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> just, just no. Just, just no. no. No, fucking priests. All I'm saying is that the the percentage of pedophiles that exist, there is a very high percentage of those pedophiles that are priests. Yeah, and the problem is not only that, it's like they protect them. Because as a country that my country say that is like not religious, but they are, they're yeah. Catholic. Yeah. They protect all oh, of them. Yeah, apparently Australia is um is is secular. Yeah, but you are less religious than I though. So. We are like religious as fuck. Have you like, fucking seen Scott Morrison? Yeah, but they are but speaking in tongues. Yeah, but they are conservatives. Like you know what? But when I talk no. with Australians, the big part they are not religious. No, 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 no. Pell, fucking, what's his dickhead? The radio guy that writes le love letters to young children. <laughs> the pedophile. No, but they said to not talk about these, that one. These, no, no, no. But they all are no, in no, there. No, 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 no. And I mean, I know this is not the same as Chile. Okay, no, okay, no. no. No, but you are not. The promise you, you know, you're not a religious like in Chile. No, no, absolutely we're yeah. not. But to pretend that our laws aren't affected by by religion and these men who spurt off their religious views 
would would just be a misnomer. Fucking hell, we're always talking about pedophiles. Pedophiles and cuties. <laughs> Remember to hear that episode, cuties special of oh, pedophiles. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Look, I'm, I keep thinking back to that episode and I'm just like, there were so many white people talking about And I know you're not white, but I'm just like, oh, fuck. I'm just like another white person hanging shit on a movie. Ah, yeah. Because that film, I didn't like it. I didn't like enjoy it as a as a film. Yeah, I know what you mean. But also that film, I don't think it was actually for me. I think it was probably maybe more for Muslim Sengalese peoples. So yeah. For me to actually criticize that and be like, oh, I like it. I'm maybe that's because it wasn't actually a film that was for me. Yeah, but remember that we took a fall for a feminist perspective. So we yeah, talk about yeah, I know, but like to to criticize it like as a film that I, did I enjoy it or did I not enjoy it? I'm just like I feel like that's probably unfair. Yeah, but still, it was a bad film though because it was the things that they were like. It was like oh, I am so cringe. I can't look at it anymore, and it was yeah. weird. It was weird. Like, look, but I mean, they were trying to shock us and they were trying to be like. Look at this is this is happening in our society. You can't turn away because and it's a French movie too. They always weird now. Are they? I feel like Amelie's so. I don't. I mean, I suppose not every French movie is Amelie, but like yeah, yeah. But Amelie's Spanish Apartments also a beautiful film, but also that's the same sort of anyway. What what is activism for you? What is it? Yeah, what is it? I honestly, I think activism can encompass essentially anything that speaks against the current system yeah like anything that actually raises awareness or speaks out yeah um so i mean that can like people like hang shit on slacktivism and stuff like that yeah but it that you know like sharing posts and that kind of stuff does work it raises it raises awareness even petitions even though there's absolutely there's a percentage of petitions that is just data collection but it still raises awareness of the fact that there's an there's an issue going on um like i'm trying to think like with renters and housing union we started off as rent strike yeah and that was a petition that got massive momentum you can say to media we had a petition that had like 10,000 signatures. Yeah. I can't remember if that was a number, but we had heaps of signatures. <laughs> yeah, so many. So, like, huge <laughs> loads. It was the most amount of signatures ever. <laughs> anyway, like, it was it was a great petition that went really, really well. Yeah. So you can use those kind of figures when you're speaking to media, which is, again, going to sway public discourse. Yeah. Or affect public discourse. And But none of this stuff alone works. So I think there's... Everyone just needs to do their little, 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 little bit yeah. of activism in order to actually gain momentum. Because when we're looking at a, at a media landscape that is very much for profit, they're, they're not only looking at what is news and what is relevant, but they're looking at what will sell. Yeah, and I think too, like, activism is like, is something more collective. It's not much about, like, what you can get doing this. So it's not, like, yeah. lucrative, you know, like, activism no. because it's something that you believe. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah, you think it will be like a better good for everyone, you know what I mean? And you do it because you believe in it, mm-hmm. not because you're wearing something from it, you know? No, oh, no, no, absolutely. Like, it's no. not like the base. Like, if you get it, it's all right, but you're, I, you, what you want to do is more than just do it for get money about it. Like sometimes you have these, uh, for example, parties that they do things, but they know that they will get money from it. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Well, that's more astroturfing than activism, I suppose. Yeah, Astro exactly. Astroturfing is essentially when they use, uh, and I am paraphrasing wildly, but essentially where they will take, like a either a political party or an organisation will take a, a social movement and yeah. use it to actually, for their benefit and for their, um, which is, look, that's something that I've seen happen. Tell me your story about activism. What was like the first? What you Look, honestly, the, when I first got involved in activism yeah. was when in, in my mid twenties when I started doing stuff with asylum seekers. Okay, okay. That was way back when. I think that that activated me, like the way that they they spoke about human rights and things yeah. like that really activated me. Yeah. And like when you talk about especially human rights and when you talk about immigration and when you talk about the rights of refugees and asylum seekers. There is no illegal way to enter the country as an asylum seeker. Of course. We we have signed the convention. There is no there is no queue. There is no, all this narrative that the right and the conservatives have invented. It it's just it's it's a false narrative. It doesn't exist. Especially because sorry, it, no. it like people a lot of people like in the time of Pinochet run away from Chile actually to here to Melbourne. Yeah, of course. And there was people that Sorry, they, it's also quite racist. Yeah. But So they should feel right at home. <laughs> but the, the thing is like they when they came to Melbourne, they were people that were running away from the town of Pinochet because they said they were communists, that they were, they want to destroy the country, right? Mm. So pretty much in wars that that was the seventies, but if we take it to wars in the twenty twenty is communist terrorists pretty much mm. he was saying that's why you had to kill them and torture them and make them disappear mm. but in in the 70s when they came here to australia or in the 80s people just accept them anyway no one was saying like they can be terrorists you know what i mean no one was saying like oh this communist is going to bring communism to australia and make us all of that because it's not what it's communism people but it's what people say about communism yeah because yeah. i know that speech really good included that they're going to eat your yeah. babies yeah. So there was no one was saying that it just took them. So why now in in the 2000, yeah. uh, people that is running away from wars when you know that their life is in danger, you have to doubt about them so much. Yeah. Especially when they come with whole family, it's a war. You have to run. What are you gonna do? You will not do that for your child and your family. You will not that do anything to survive for giving a best life to your child or yeah. yourself. So what you're actually looking at here is yes. a shift in the Overton window. Okay. Yeah. So I suppose the Overton window is, but yeah. essentially it's the the lens of public discourse and the narrative. Okay. So at the moment, it's very much towards the right. Yeah. I think it was pretty much Howard who did the children overboard thing and started using asylum seekers and refugees as a political scapegoat. Mm. And as a way of gaining popularity and... United States with Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they essentially... They create an enemy. Yeah. They create an enemy so you get all together supporting for to fight that enemy that they're creating. So essentially you're looking at uh, um, the, the Fraser government. Yeah. Which is... I'm, Fraser was the leader of the, the Liberal Party. Which is, if you look at the Liberal Party now mm. and the Liberal Party then... Yeah. Like it's it's a fluorescent difference. Well, the Liberal Party was actually liberal before. No, <laughs> no, they were always conservative. But the ethics and the morals that, that drove the Liberal Party 
was so much different. The Labour Party is the working class. The Liberal Party's always been the blue collar working class. Okay, okay, okay. But the Liberal Party and the Labour Party have sort of mushed and sort of swirled around and they yeah. sort of like just touch each other's butts quite a lot. Okay, okay, gotta yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's like there's some people in the what's it, Joel Fitzgibbon? In, is in the Labour Party, but I, I have to fucking stop myself because every single fucking thing he says is so LNP. <laughs> I'm just like, how? why are you in the Labour Party? Like, you clearly <laughs> want to suck Scott Morrison's... I'm not going to finish that sentence. Semen. <laughs> yes, it's all about the boat. I can say it, the don't Navy. worry. I don't go, I don't care. I can say it for you, that's okay. Yeah, anyway, anyway, so... Before was different. So different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, refugees and asylum seekers and things like that, under the Fraser government, mm. it was great. Like, cool. Like, it's almost as if these people had human rights. Yeah. Like, especially with the Vietnam War. We were very, very responsible in the Vietnam War for, like, the the loss of life and for the dis- destruction of people's <laughs> Yeah, it was homes. terrible, that war, eh? That was a fucking bullshit that war. That was terrible. <laughs> that was, like, the most stupid war ever look, for everyone. Look, you come here for the nuance, people. Like, it was dumb. Like, yeah, and it I'm was also so very sorry. Like, I, do you know what else I've realised about this podcast? We're very, very our slurs are very ableist. We say stupid, we say dumb. We got, we can't, we can't do that. That's wrong. No, I, I will say it. No, you can't say it. Why? Because it's ableist. Ah. And we will go into this. We've got a beautiful friend Carly but, so, who's going to come in, and maybe even Niz can come in. So I will chat. say it was not stupid. It was useless, and just they made. Yeah. Poor people from United States and other countries to just send them to Vietnam to kill Vietnamese people and a war with any kind of sense. No, zero. So what? After you the the you start with the activism, so with the refugee situation. So that's where I started. Yeah. Um, and when you and start like with I, the feminist activism. Oh, look, I like I wasn't until really I joined Slut Walk that I really got involved with the feminist stuff. Got it. I, I don't know if I should say their name or not. The the one that we were talking before. Yeah. The fruit. Do I do I allude to the the, the hipster fruit? fruit? The hipster fruit. Yeah. yeah of your patient. Yeah. If we if we if we hit the fruit. Yeah. With a hammer. Yeah. That would stop us from buying houses. Then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I at the time when this all fell apart, it was such a massive fucking deal. It was fucking horrible. However. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that was where I really got involved in community organising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got involved with this group of predominantly cis men. Yeah. But there was so I was involved in this organisation, very heavily involved in the setting up of this organisation, and there was a rally in St Kilda, the organisation that I, the fruit organisation that I was a part of, as well as. Several um, anti-fascist, anti-racist. So you say, oh, all the chicks that I like, like, this oh, is all right. incredible humans. Yeah. We all got together. We used the fact that this organisation had a really big social media presence. Mm. And we created this event and we're pushing this event. Yeah. Heaps of interest. It was really great. Until the day of the event, when one of the other... Because within this organisation, because we had so many volunteers and all this kind of stuff, there was lots of different collectives. So we had... I was a part of the, the sort of the lead organising team and then we had a social media team. So I wasn't a part of the social media team, but the social media amongst themselves had decided to put a post up 
at around 10, 10 a.m. before the start of this rally that helped coordinate. We were really a very small part of the yeah. actual organising of this. They decided to put up a post that essentially said to the people who were attending the, the counter demonstration that if they were aggressive, yelled, if they were violent, that we would take photos of them and give it to the cops. It's <laughs> niche. Uh, which is a fluorescent fuck no from me. There was yeah. no way, no way I would ever do that to anyone on my own side. Yeah, of course. Ever. No, no. To be honest, I probably, I don't even know if I would do that to someone on the opposition because I don't, I fucking hate cops. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I got, on that day, because I was the police liaison, I got lied to, I got gaslit, I got manipulated by cops, and I just had to smile and fucking nod and take it. I hated cops so much. I hate when people confuse free speech with a hate speech. Yeah. Like, in Chile, we have a situation about people, like, approve the new constitution, and they want against new constitution, and they want against the new constitution that we want to change. They have people that is, like super like nazi like literally they have the, like the flags of yeah. like the the super white supremacy from holland that yeah. is like dude what are you fucking doing you fucking chilean like where you think you're a fucking netherland yeah. person i don't know what's going on with you but you're just obsessed to be white yeah. and they have such a hate horrible speech but the police mm. protect them friends everything they're like clap yeah. the police clap the police and the other people that is actually, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, love I know you. exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the president of this organization that I was a part of actually thanked the cops during yeah. his during his speech. Whoa. Cool and normal, cool and normal. They put this post out. I had no idea about it. I'm literally on the front lines. I was literally doing all the things. Like I was yelling, I was swearing. I didn't hit anyone, but I fucking would have if I had to. Yeah. So all of the things that he was saying that we were going to, I was literally doing, and I'm like, I'm not going to dox myself, mate. Anyway, we have the event. The event goes incredibly pear-shaped. Like, it's terrible because people are just like, I don't know if I can trust these people. Because yeah, of course. Yeah, of they course. They say that. Yeah, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? would you? <laughs> that is insane. That is oh insane. Yeah. So the event happened. Anyway, so after all of this went down, it essentially came out. So prior to me getting involved with this organization they'd signed a contract with um with the australian progressives party yeah which is a federal party that essentially has some really really bad centrist policies like imagine having gender equity that talks about men's rights. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, cool, cool, cool. Okay, awesome. cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah no worries. Um, they are yellow the... as fuck. Like, people, yellow is the one that is, like, on the middle, and they just suck dick of everyone, so they <laughs> never look bad. You know what I mean? It's like, I care about people, but I care about police rights. And what about the human rights of the police? That's the yellows. Yeah. Amarillo, amarillo for you people. Amarillo is the new word in Spanish for today. Amarillo is yellow. Amarillo. 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 There you go. Amarillo bitches. Yeah, amarillo bitches. The whole time I was just like, I was just like, well, we can't have this. We can't have this. And we voted and we decided that it was in the was not in the best interest of the organization to be affiliated with a political party because that would stunt any actual genuine activism that we had we can't be affiliated they can be they can join us and i developed uh, a conflict of interest policy and like a management plan so that they would not their politics wouldn't interfere or their their political aims wouldn't interfere with the running of the organization yeah 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 i think we do need to work with political parties but at the same time they need to take direct from the community not 
us take direction exactly from them, yeah mm -hmm. and i'm not about to put all this work into developing and growing an organization for it to just be a fundraising or exactly for it to be like a membership drive for especially a political party that has really shit policies yeah like really shit policies anyway so all of this came out this post was made and this post was made by a person who i had did not like did not like their politics i did not like them as a person like all of it was just yeah. crap. Like, he and I had an argument because he was just like, you know, Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. He was just like, he was never convicted, so you can't call him a rapist. <laughs> My only hope is is that he, he has, learned he's grown he got better yeah <laughs> let's go to cross fingers Look, for that. i don't know i it's been two years and i just hope that he's unlearned 35 years of white male privilege yeah man i don't think he has like most recently i heard that he's gone and tried to take a shit in scott morrison's pool yeah look i don't know what people are calling praxis these days but that is not praxis yeah imagine if you had access to scott morrison's house that's crazy and job. that's what you did with it and you can you can play with all the chickens and eat eggs <laughs> no but genuinely i'm just like there was there's so much cool stuff like you could wake him up every morning at 5 a.m you could i don't know just do letterbox drops you could like just spray paint i don't know like there's so much stuff that you could have done <laughs> but he took this inconsequential shit in the guy's pool Oh my god, that's so crazy. What does that even mean? Like, what? What kind of juvenile bullshit is this person up to? Yeah, like, man. Got caught. He got found and he went to court and stuff like that. Yeah. He was just like, they referred to him as an anarchist, which is hilarious. But he was just like, in his defense, he was just like, oh, I've got nothing against Scott Morrison. Of course you don't. Of course, mate. <laughs> of course you don't. Yeah, it's all good. It's all sweet. Anyway, so this guy also, like, I do have, look, I don't like this guy. I do hope he's grown. I do hope he learns. But not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, look, I hope, I hope because I think he, like, he can, you know, we can all work together, do good things and... Of course. And, yeah. So what happened? He's, he made that, 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 like... He wrote, he did the post. Yeah. But also the president of the organization that, like, thanked the cops for looking after us and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. He uh, approved it as well, so he knew about it. Yeah. So um, after the backlash of all that, I was just like, look, I'm going to write an apology. I'm yeah. Just, I, I will, I will take over this. And they were just like, why? And I'm like, because I'll do it properly. And I'm yeah. like, look, to be fair, it was a little bit fucking arrogant. Yeah. But also wasn't wrong. So I wrote an apology letter, blah, blah, blah. went through the whole thing. This is what this is what happened. This is why it was fucked. This is what we're going to do to make sure it never happens again. I'm really sorry. Let's reconvene. Let's focus. We fucked up. We hope we can regain your trust. That kind of bullshit. Anyway, I get a phone call from the president the next day being like, oh, we should have listened to dude who shits in Scott Morrison's mm -mm. pool. We should have listened to him. He was right. We threw this person under the bus. What? Completely disregarding me. And there was a, at this stage, there was another woman who was involved, just completely ignoring both of our advice completely ignoring us and all and on top of that on the social media page gaslighting of course just being horrible to first nations people what? ignoring deleting comments deleting criticisms what? it was fucking bullshit so anyway he comes to me and he goes you were wrong dude who shits in people's pools is right and i was just like i can't be a part of this anymore and i, and I quit i was just like i'm done i can't i can't be a part of this i don't know yeah. what i'm gonna do with the rest of my life but it's not fucking this and he was like 
oh, you broke my heart. This, this, this organization will fall apart without you. Yes, because of my fucking labor, of course it's going to anyway. So they deleted my apology and posted their other apology, which is fucking ridiculously embarrassingly bad. But they didn't mention in that apology that I'd resigned. Yeah. So I did a, um, <laughs> I did a public resignation on the page because I still had access to the page. It was basically just like, guys, I've quit. I don't, I don't have faith in leadership. I hope they can get back to community development and connecting organisations and doing all the things that I thought they were supposed to do. But anyway, I'm out like bye bitches like essentially just like i'm not in, uh, this isn't me because i hadn't made it clear this was not only my reputation but the reputation of all those people who had trust for me. me yeah yeah because yeah because people i i'd made friends like through slut walk through other stuff that i'd done and they were just like we think you're great this is awesome oh wow look at this thing that you're doing and i talked it from my perspective what i believed it was without realising that underneath they were astroturfing yeah. for Australian progressives. Yeah. Even though Australian progressives to this day deny this is what was happening, Australian progressives didn't disaffiliate yeah. from the With organisation. Didn't, didn't disaffiliate from the fruit. They hipster fruit. <laughs> Until after. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And what, how you start to work with a slug walk? I think that, and that was the massive difference for me with my feminism, I think. Yeah. Is that I saw how slut walk people who were predominantly women and gender diverse mm. and I saw how everyone was respected and treated equally and there was kindness and there was generosity and there was space to learn and unlearn like me as a white feminist yeah like I'm consistently unlearning yeah and then there was this other organization that was constantly like no you're wrong we should have done this and we're gonna throw yeah. we shouldn't have thrown this person under the bus so we're going to throw you under the bus instead. Of like, course. Essentially. So I just, uh, from, from that moment, I recognised that we, as a feminist community, women and gender diverse need to create our own space. Yeah, definitely. To work together. Yeah. So when I was still involved in this organisation, I developed something called uh, Progressive Women's Alliance. Yeah. Which, in consultation with our community, we decided that women was um, an alienating term. Yeah. We needed to... Um, to incorporate gender diverse and things like yeah. that. And that's why we called ourselves Feminist United instead of Progressive Women's Alliance. So which project you're doing now? Like what is your project? And in synthesis. Are you making like the Women's United, the magazine? So, so Feminist United, we've got so we're developing the web page for Feminist United yeah. at the moment. We've got the charter that's all drawn up. Uh, we have got like essentially like a community page which profiles people, women and gender diverse in the community and the work that they do. We've got an online magazine which is called Effort, which is essentially at the moment a blog post, but we hope to make it a print magazine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. And also at some stage, like I'm still in the process of developing the business plan, but we hope to open feminist bookshop, cafe, bar and event space. That's awesome. So that we can have speaking panels, events, workshops. A safe place. Yeah, but a place that we can come and have these conversations and we can unlearn our internalised misogyny or we can discuss... Everything. ...conversations around diversity and inclusion. Yeah. But not being... An asshole about it. <sighs> Open mind to learn. And, like, learn from other ones. See another perspective with respect, you yeah. know? But also not having our opinions and our perspectives clouded by men constantly. Yeah, of course. 
because no matter what we do, there's always going to be a dude in the background telling us that we're doing it. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. So that's, that is what Feminist United Australia aims to do, is to bring together. That's kind of what the other organisation was going to do, like in order to like bring together different grassroots organisations like Slut Walk, Reclaim, um, other lots of different feminist organisations, grassroots feminist organisations, bring us all together, support each other, share resources. It's, it's just, just 100% break with this like kind of chain of a patriarchal and capitalism that make yeah. us like so like individual, like so separate for the other mm. one. So just break that change and start to work mm. as a community. You know yeah, what I mean? As a feminist community. As a community. Because we can't, we, we've seen with the legal system, the way it works at the moment is that it's stacked against us. Yeah. There is, there is no way for us to infiltrate that. So if we can work within the system, but out, outside the system. So if we can work outside the system, but within the system. So what another thing that I really hope grows from this is that we develop a massive community. Yeah. But also that means that we can have uh, like workshops. Yeah. But not only just within the organisation, but go to businesses. Yes. And we can go into the community to schools and, and talk to young children about empowerment. Yeah. And not just and talk to like not just consent. Young girls. Consent, not just for young girls, but for young boys as boys. well. Boys, yes, boys. Model the toxic masculinity that's being modelled at the moment is horrific. Yeah, that's true. Like the way that I started activism. So how I started like, act about activism, mine was like okay, I always hear about feminism, how I said before, right? But what changed my life was one year ago, actually. When I start to be like actually an activist, in one year ago, I started the revolution in Chile. In Chile, there was like all this wake up of people that realized that neoliberal system was fucking my country. Because the thing is, like, if you see in Chile, like, a statistic, Chile is one of the most rich countries in South America, mm -hmm. and the per capita is huge, but it's not real. Because the big part of the the money is only in the less of that the ten percent of the population, mm. but if you see an a statistic, looks like we have money, but the truth is seventy percent of the population in Chile get less than eight hundred dollar per month. Oh wow! Seventy percent. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's lies. Yeah, it's just yeah. like just a little amount of people have all the money, but when they make how we said the last episode, the statistics sometimes just lie because you can have a job, but you get two hours per week. We say in last, last episode, right? Yeah. In Chile, it's kind of the same. You have really poor, a lot of poor people, but some people are so, so rich that that looks really good in numbers. Yeah. But the, the money is just like divided really wrong in Chile. Yeah. So what happened last year that they start to, they upped the money update like they may were expensing the public transport in the capital and it was not too much money but people was just tired about that shit mm. they were just tired about that shit like we we're not getting more money but they still up the price mm. when i know joking like the, the i live in the capital the subway is like like in japan i mean like you have to push people to go inside and so that you have three trains that you can even take them because you are like a squish inside you can you don't fit Mm. And you are paying every year more and more money for mm. nothing. Yeah. And you don't get in pay more, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, students, especially girl students, they start to say, we will not pay the subway. We mm. are not going to pay more for this train because it's trash. Yeah. And they just start to jump the fence and not pay for it. Nice. And that's how it starts. Yeah. And then that's what they come in like the 
30 pesos revolution that is like for example 10 cent revolution yeah, yeah. because they start for that but it's yeah. not it's not we say it's not 30 cents it's 30 years because yeah. even the the dictate the dictatorship is finished in 1989 mm. nothing really changed much yeah you know we have more like freedom to do things but that big it um like separation between rich and poor is too huge still yeah yeah so it we say it's not 30 cents it's 30 years yeah so what happened is the repression was terrible yeah. and we're talking about in 48 hours we have people on making huge riots with hundred thousand of people like on the street because they were tired to live in trash because when you and like I'm going to do this story really short. I just was showing videos. The police start to send repression to the streets, and they send again the militaries on the streets. And after 30 years, that we have a dictator that that torture and disappear people in the most horrible ways, we again have tanks on the streets and militaries pointing shotguns to people, to normal people that were just fighting to have a good education, to have mm -hmm. a Good health. People die in Chile waiting to get a test, a medical test to see what they have. Mm -hmm. We have people that have like a tell like my granddad died two months ago. And just last week I got a call for get the test that he need to know what he had. You know what I mean? People yeah. die in the waiting room. So like people is not fighting for like nothing. People is fighting because it's it's mad. It's tired like the criminal like all that kind of things really high in chile but it's like you can't blame them like really like mm -hmm. the education is trash where yeah. they live is trash everything that they have is trash of course you bad of course you are like why you expect they grow in a system that they treat them like trash and no one protect them and no one do yeah. nothing with them and they've been 30 years without a dictator and they haven't changed anything yeah. so when i start to see this video of people getting shot getting killed because the police uh, shot the floor so this uh, gum gum like bullets mm -hmm. like break themselves in like a hundred pieces so they just shoot you everywhere because mm. it's like the way they torture people we're talking about women's being raped men's being raped because they were gay by the police 2007 19 they they raped them with the stick that the police hit people like that in 2019 yeah just last year mm. and only from all these cases the one percent of the police is being like being a trial because the president everyone protect them so when i start to say this shit i i will think it meant i'm in australia how I said before, I left 2015, I came to Australia, I know this feminist movement start. So I say, dude, I have to do something about this. I have to do something about this. And I start to make videos in English because I really was hoping a little bit of international support what they were doing for mm -hmm. against humans' rights. Because this is against every law, international law about humans' rights. But of course, what they're going to, going to be something about it. Like they've been torturing and killing people in Palestine and other countries so long time and no one is doing nothing about it. So what are they going to do something about Chile? So that's when I started like really about like a hardcore like activism and I start to contact every fucking radio that I can in Australia and I start to get interviews from yeah. my friends that were in Chile because I didn't want to talk with Chileans in Australia and the one they talking about with Chileans that they were in Chile on the street, yeah. fighting for rights. People, we're talking about like 
water rights. We're talking about health. We're talking about education. We're not asking for nothing crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Basic, it's just like basic, basic human rights that neoliberalism privatized everything. So after that, I start to meet other women that they, they start to say, hey, we, uh, we made this group called Chile Despertó, that means like Chile woke up in, mm. in Melbourne. And we start to make like a riots and everything. Actually, we have a really big riot. It's no huge, but it's 500 people, still big for us. Yeah. Um, in Melbourne, and it, we were really happy about it. But then we met another one, we say like, why would I start to do this from a feminist perspective? Mm. Because I really believe about feminism is one of the roots for the start to grow a new way of make politics and change oh. the world. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm and it's so like, much and you into it. You can see it like, like with the, the bad rap that communism and socialism and Marxism has got. I genuinely believe that that's because it's the people who have led those movements. Were men. <laughs> are toxic men. Yes. Yes, it is. And their and their ultimate goal is about power and control. Exactly, because in yeah. the end you say like you have because actually in Chile it's like oh you're going to fuck your country because you're going to finish like Venezuela and whatever. But if it's like, dude, that is like dictators. <laughs> we don't want. You know what I mean? If you are a dictator, oh my god, you know, dictatorship. Yes. Oh my exactly. god. Exactly. Like even How if you have are, I never made this. Oh Just, my god. So it's like even if it's a communist or it's a fascist, if it's a dictator, it's bad anyway. We don't want a dictator. We just want people <laughs> have a good education. Yeah. I don't want people wait and die die waiting to go to the doctor. Man, is that so crazy to us for you know what I mean? So from the feminist perspective From a neoliberal perspective. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's yeah. very crazy. <laughs> so from a feminist perspective, we believe that uh, the patriarchal and the uh, capitalism are together yeah. yeah yeah that's it i will not explain more because it's going to go too long so we made this group it's really important because as the feminist perspective we believe about like everyone should be be all right you know what i'm feminists we don't look like women be more powerful than men we just want to be all the same and everyone be respect um, and be treat equality it's so close to socialism you I know think what i mean it, i think it says so much about the current system that we're in that they assume that feminism means matriarchy it's not no no, no. we are looking at pulling down this system and dismantling this system because it's not about one being more powerful than the other it's about equity and equality yes it's 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 not about women being stronger and more powerful than men. It's about hey hey. So for the last couple of thousand years, guys, we've we've been under a patriarchy and we've been under capitalism and colonialism, and um, you kind of have fucked it up. Yes, it's this, not work. This just isn't let working. Us try it. Give us just give us like maybe a hundred years. Yes, you guys have had thousands. Give us a hundred yes. years. Yes, um, exactly. I almost guarantee you. And look. I'm willing to put a fiber on it, to be honest, that feminism will be better. Yes, it is. Than, than and, and what I don't understand is... Look, I'm going to put a fiver now. I'm going to yeah. put five bucks on it. I'll collect it in 100,000 years. And, then, <laughs> and you know what? The thing about difference about patriarchy and feminism is like, as feminism, we want, we don't need more feminism. Our goal is disappear because what we want yeah. is it's a moment we don't need it. Yeah. And that's the difference of patriarchy, right? So as feminists, we start to realizing that 
the problems, the violence against women, and everything have to be with a root that is bigger than that. Yeah. You know, that is like the poverty, the no education, the violence that is come from the patriarchy. Yeah. And that's why when this uh, political movement started in my country started to get a super more feminist person because I was like, man, these men that live in the worst, worst, what do you expect from him? Like they're poor as fuck. They can even feed their family. They're surrounded by violence. They grow up with violence. The education is terrible because the teachers aren't scared of, of them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, their parents are in jail because the, the legal system just put people in jail, 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 but they don't fix shit. They no. get worse in jail, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. So why you asking them? Because they're not be, only impoverished, but they're angry as well yes, now. And, and, you, and you ask them to be perfect? You yeah. ask them, don't steal. But don't feel your family. No, you better work 70 hours per week and get less than minimum wage. And then when you are old, you get uh, $200 per month for survive. Uh, you know? And don't be angry about it. You're happy to do it. What do you mean, you know? And this is where our government is going now. Mm, exactly. With, with I know, I can the, see it so yeah, much, guys. I can the, see it so with much. With the, the, the privatization. So when I see they're, it. they're trying to push to get rid of public education, public health care, public housing. Yeah. So once they do that, that means that we don't have anything that's safe and secure. Guys. And that means... That's a human right. Yeah, Put in your head human rights. Yeah. But what that also means is that people are going to have to accept any fucking job. Yeah. In order to house and no, feed and, and you don't clothe mean, no, and no. educate your and family. You, can I ask you but, something? Yeah. If you, your family is so poor and you live like trash and you live in the worst, worst ghetto that you can't. And you work so hard and you make $600 per month. But selling drugs, you're going to make $2,000 and you can feel fit all your family what are you going to do are you going to blame them yeah. are you going to blame them to try to survive and feed their kids it's so that simple that yeah. happened in chile you you have a private system that works because you have the money but if you use public you die waiting mm. of course we are mad and that happened that some people we realize like man they have all the right to be mad because they are tired and you know the most crazy thing all these people that come from the most poor and dangerous places that maybe they are in a gang or whatever i don't know i don't care anymore about it they are the first one in the line to to protect the thousand of people protesting and they're yeah. fighting the police to protect yeah. you yeah. and yeah. they are the first one running to yeah. cover your face and like come on run 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 and they fight the police to protect you and i saw it and it's like that's what I got so much to into feminism and activism. And then when, anyway, come back to the topic about act, activism and feminism, I, we started to make a group about feminist Latinas in Melbourne. And what happened in this group, like we were doing big, big things, but we were a lot of Chileans. So we start to live like outside a little bit the other Latinas mm -hmm. that because every planet as a country in South America have problems and yeah. every country anyway. And what happened was like, anyway, like they kicked me out Fuck them. Uh, let them. But the thing is, like, um, for me, it was really crazy because I thought, okay, I'm in a feminist group. We believe the same. All of us, we are good people and we are feminists. But in the end, you don't have to put in a, like, a big pedestal, like, in a big fucking building on the top, a person or a movement or a, or a group of activism because no one is perfect and not everyone needs to learn. Yeah. So what I recommend to people about, like, 
I, I can recommend about activism is like don't romanticize something. Mm. Don't think that anything is perfect because any group can make mistakes and mm. you can make mistakes. And um, do whatever you can every day. Yeah. Like in the way that you can because not everyone has the personality like us to make a podcast or to go <laughs> to the street and scream like, I can't fuck the fucking system, you know, because not everyone like have that in them and it's all right. But yeah. if you can share, if you see suffering injustice, if you see someone in the tram insulting another person because have another color or they come from another country and they start to say like bad things, do something about it. At least look that person, don't ignore them. Yeah. Tell them, come here next to me. You don't yeah. have to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's different ways that you yeah. can do something better to other one. Activismo is not for everyone, but I think that we're in a moment in the world where this is the moment. Mm. And like my point of view, like Australia, I just can see so much things that I saw in my country here now. Mm. Uh, it's not too bad like in my country, it's different context, you know what I mean? But the neoliberal system is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't start to understand that it's not possible that you have to wait six months to see an specialist and then six months to get the test that especially asks you for and that's not Chile, that's in Australia because my boyfriend had to wait six months for a doctor and six months for a test, that's a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something wrong. Yeah. Because that's health and that's basic. Yeah. I know everyone have shared a lot of money to go to a private hospital. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Would you like to add something else? No, I think you you, you pretty much covered that. That's awesome. Yeah. So thank you so so much for listening to it. We want to see how this finished because we're doing like fucking three cups of wine and we're done today. We are we are a bottle and a half of wine. Yeah, too. and that's that's pretty good. <laughs> Dude, guys, I've 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 moved house. Yes. I'm tired. Yes, she is. Um, it look amazing though. That's a great apartment. It's a it's a great. It's a great apartment. I love the view yeah, and everything. There's, there's so many boxes. It's just gorgeous. <laughs> The, the the view of my I've, I wrote on some of my boxes like because um, I've got a few a few books on philosophy yeah and feminism but I wrote like I I think we're just I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna say anything about okay anyway. <laughs> anyway I'm just trying to find a place to put all my megaphones <laughs> you will you will you will when they open IKEA you can I don't know anyway I think the takeaway from um, from this, from today, yeah, is dictatorship. Dictatorship. <laughs> I think that what you have to do is like choose like question everything, ask why, just ask why, and don't just read like the news. Just try to read a little bit more and listen to other ones, and maybe you will see a different reality. I think something that really helps me is trying the whys, figure out the whys, the motivation. Yes. Behind an article, what are they? Not just what are they saying, but why do they want to say and this? And who wrote it? Too. And who wrote it? Who paid for it? Yes. Um, even though we are baby neoliberalists in this country, yeah, it's still terrifying the power that money have. Privatization, guys. Does it? Does it? Does it? That privatization is like the word. Healthcare, education, and housing should never be for profit. Yes. These are human rights. Human rights. I, I, yeah. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and I hope we ha you have a really, really great week. It's Daniela speaking and... Oh yeah, I don't think we introduced ourselves at Yeah, the we did. Did we? I don't oh. know. They know us. They know us already. Um, anyway, 
I am Leah and I'm saying bye.